When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Kathy here on another episode of the Cinema Without My Husband Dave <laughs> with my friend Anna. Hello! Anna's now officially been upgraded to a returning guest star as this is her third podcast, which means that after my mom, you're our most frequent guest. Very, Very excited. I'm <laughs> chuffed with that. And funnily, and by complete coincidence, the first movie Anna came to was Fifty Shades Darker. She hadn't seen Fifty Shades of Grey, so she hadn't seen the first one. Second movie Anna came to was Guardians of the Galaxy 2. She hadn't seen the first Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. And now we're going to see Paddington 2, and Anna hasn't seen the first Paddington. Yeah, so this so is weird. It is <laughs> weird, isn't it? Yeah, you're a sequel queen. I'm the sequel queen who, who doesn't see films in sequence. And it doesn't yeah. matter. I think with Paddington it won't matter. And Anna's also pushing the baby because we're, at a, we're going to a mom and baby screening. At noon on a Wednesday. Which is, yeah, really exciting yeah. way to spend <laughs> today. I'm thrilled with today. And are you um, excited to see the movie? I'm really excited to see the movie. So um, my baby brother, who's like 28 and doing a PhD, <laughs> said that Paddington was legitimately one of the greatest films of our time. Wow. He w- and he saw the second and he said it's amazing and encouraged us all to see it. So he says it's great. Um I'm thrilled to have an opportunity as well to eat marmalade sandwiches. I'm not going to lie. I brought some with me. Oh, did you? Yeah. Three different types of marmalade. I feel like we should do. Oh, because so cute. with the whole industry, you know, crashing, like, this is a good opportunity. Yes, yeah, so I now have three three open jars of marmalade in the oh, fridge. Oh, wow. I'm so excited. Um, so and I brought us um, crisps. Ah, so very clearly good. we're, we're giving we're a lot well of money to up. the cinema here. And... Um, yeah, and also I was looking at the cast and I really like is it Sally Hawkins. Yes, I love her. Yeah. I don't know if it's just the character she plays, but yeah, she keeps me well entertained. Peter Capaldi, love him. Yeah. Um, so that all, yeah, so no, I think it's going to be great. I've got high expectations actually. Good. And I loved the first one and it was funny because I saw the first one. It was out in like around Christmas 2014 and Dave and I were living in Sydney. So we went to see it on a really hot summer's day and we loved the movie. It's such a beautiful movie. But we were like, this isn't right. Yeah, <laughs> it's should see perfect this in the like November, like on a grisly Wednesday. Yeah. It's the perfect kind it's of film to see at this perfect time of setting. year. And we're going to a cinema neither of us have been to. Yeah, which a is posh a one. Really fancy Olympic cinema in Barnes. Even just walking through Barnes, I'm like, this is so nice. Um, so we're really excited to go to the cinema. So we'll get coffee. should be fun. And yeah, so the first movie was a really beautiful kind of message on accepting immigrants and embracing new people and okay. it was the story of Paddington arriving in London from yeah because he's a Peruvian, Peruvian isn't yes. he? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm really interested to see what the message is in this movie because it was a very lovely one the other thing I meant to tell you about the first movie is because Anna's got a little girl I wouldn't show it to her I think she's too young yeah it's it funny she's actually at the natural she's gone to see the dinosaurs today um, but yeah I've heard that actually because it's a PG isn't it yeah. and it actually says because when I was looking up this cinema, is it says babes in arms, but not under two. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, because it's a PG rating. Yeah. Which is interesting, isn't it? Because you would think with a film about a teddy bear. No, it's scary. And apparently this one has real peril. The first movie has real peril oh, for right. Paddington in this scene involving flames. And the screening Dave and I went to, a little girl who cried so much her parents took her out. Like, she was really scared. 
And um, so part of that's like really interesting in that tradition of say movies like The Lion King where you would have like Mufasa dying and it's really traumatic. This movie has some trauma for young kids, so he can go because he's under 12 months. But yeah, you can't go over 12 months. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Um, Which I guess though is no bad thing because no. films films are like books and things, aren't they? They actually help children often to learn with and deal with like difficult situations there's nothing wrong with having a bit of that but yeah, yeah. you have to make sure you get that age but I think yeah right. it would, it's looked a bit scary anyway we better go and apparently Hugh Grant's amazing in this so we're excited to see him oh yeah. excellent yeah. okay bye bye are you quite sure you're ready for the workplace Paddington it's Phoenix Buchanan dad's celebrity client I suppose you know who I am oh yes you're a very famous actor VIP celebrity <laughs> or used to be now you do dog food commercials. <laughs> this pop-up book, where on earth did you find it? Mr. Gruber's antique shop. Stop! Freeze! Right, we are out of Paddington 2 and walking through some lovely autumn leaves and enjoying the cold weather. Anna, thoughts on Paddington? Yeah, it was lovely film. Um, certainly, I don't, yeah, I don't think it disappointed. I don't think, I didn't leave the... F- cinema thinking that was the most amazing film ever but I wonder though whether that's me also being a grown-up if you know what I mean I sort of uh, we sort of said to each other um, while we were in the film it's a shame that we're not a viewing with more children because I think if you were there with them and watching the kids laugh at sort of the kiddie stuff it would probably have added quite a lot to it yeah that was the joy of the last one like despite one little girl crying and running out um it was so infectious the kids laughter because it's really slapstick comedy it really adds a lot yeah and ironically this screen was full of kids but they were all basically babies yeah. um, so n- none were contributing yeah so I really missed because there was whole slapstick scenes where nobody yeah. laughed because it's a bit like all... going to a panto without kids yeah. it would be a bit weird it wouldn't work and we were I, wa- I wanted to laugh because I was enjoying the scenes but I would have only laughed if I was in a room with other people laughing I think um, and it's yeah it's interesting because I like such a fan of the first one and I was a really big fan of this as well but I don't know I didn't love it as much as I expected to now I think part of the problem was um, I guess this makes sense for mom and baby screening they had subtitles which we guessed was because this baby's crying and you can't hear all the dialogue but it meant that a lot of the jokes were up on screen before they happened so they kind of ruined the punchline Um, but I love the overall message of it I love Paddington Bear like such an amazing cast of characters and Hugh Grant was like in his element wasn't he yeah his element well, yeah, I suppose. I mean, he just—he always plays some bumbling posh guy, but it was quite a fun role. It was really fun, you know. He did, yeah, and he did really get into it as well. He was like—he he threw was a panto. himself into, <laughs> yeah, panto mode. Did you ever see the movie uh, Music and Lyrics? I don't think so. Uh, with him and Drew Barrymore, it's actually one of my favourite rom-coms ever, and he is like, spectacular in it. And he was—he's very like this. He's playing like an aged singer who's trying to make a comeback and he's really good in it but it's actually quite a heartwarming movie as well but yeah and then we were also kind of commenting like it's a real like I didn't live in London before I saw the first one so I I mean I get that I got that they lived in a nice area but I didn't quite get it now now watching it living in London I'm like that's a 10 million pound house they live in like that yeah, street's at outrageous least, that's like 15 million yeah pounds. like it's so <laughs> upper middle class and it's it so is harsh and it's so undiverse the movie so you kind of notice those things um but it and, and that struck me at first within like the first 15 minutes the family is very middle class very white very british um but i did feel that actually there was diversity 
in the rest of the character and in things in certain scenes like in the courtroom scenes and various different oh sorry yeah um various different scenes there were I felt like there was diversity when there could be yeah um but at the same time when I started to reflect on it I mean Paddington Bear was written what 50 60 70 years ago and it was based on a sort of a white British family yeah so I suppose there's probably also something in staying true to to the the books it's a it's a um, a bit of a conundrum because it's sort of it's filmed obviously now yeah but in terms of when it was written is you don't want to lose too much of what Paddington Bear was I suppose I don't know how you yeah and they did some nice up, bits but... where they made it more old-fashioned where everyone when they make a phone call uses a phone box so that was quite yeah. cute like they didn't have much technology in the movie albeit it was set now there was definitely some product placement for the shard in there I'm yeah, like, there was definitely yeah, <laughs> a lot of shots of the shard um, but like I mean it has a lovely message which was um, you know befriend anyone be kind to people don't judge a book by its cover all that he's stuff he's a very sweet character yeah. very moral very, little bear and he's such a I think the guy Ben Wishaw who does his voice does such a good job like I really enjoy his voice and his animation is beautiful and it was a bit funky it was a bit like Wes Anderson or like it looked really good um, yeah like overall but I just don't know if it was the screening we were at with the, the subtitles and the lack of children um, I feel like I think we would have got something in addition. Had I think we thought it was a good film, yeah. But we would have got more if there had been small people around. Yeah, it would be like now. Can you picture watching that like at Christmas with your daughter? It'd be so beautiful. Oh, yeah. It would be, be amazing. amazing. Um, and I just yeah, I loved it. I loved Hugh Grant, and I really enjoyed um, Jim Broadbent as well as the old kind of antique dealer. Although I couldn't figure out what accent he was yes. supposed to have, <laughs> and I really enjoyed Peter Capaldi as the kind of baddie character, which he was in the last movie as well. Um, the kind of neighbourhood watch yeah but he was sort of a small character then wasn't he he wasn't actually as big a character as I thought he was no because there's so many actors they have to cram in they had like Joanna Lumley who else was in it so many of them kept popping up it was a very it was a very easy um, pick in terms of actors and actresses like there were um, there were lots of sorry we're stopping to put baby's (laughs) dummy back in because it's just (laughs) popped out (laughs) it was very much a like I kind of felt like they'd picked from like the top Lit the list of the top 40 British actors yeah. and they've just gone right okay so we'll have these ones yeah who could it we get it wasn't particularly it wasn't particularly it inventive it was easy yeah, yeah I inventive. did enjoy it very briefly um, how do you say his na- name Richard the guy from the IT crowd I can't I don't remember his surname anyway he was briefly in the courtroom scene testifying to marmalade and paw prints being oh, around yeah, yeah, yeah. he's cute curly hair. yeah I really like him so that was cute yeah he was fine and um, yeah like overall I don't even think we need to go into spoilers to be honest what do you think spoiler street no not in Barnes actually so we couldn't go anyway <laughs> um, but we do have to say the cinema was so nice and um, they had like a little lift we could use like it was really set up for the mom and baby thing and the most fun part for me was so I took Oscar to the cinema a couple of weeks ago to see Victorian Abdul with my mom and he slept for the whole movie but he actually woke up and I put him on my lap and he was really avidly yeah, watching really the cinema it. screen it was so cool it was such a and happy and he was really good in that he saved a massive poo for like the <laughs> right credits at the end, the end. <laughs> just as Anna was holding him just at the I end I was holding him I was like oh you hang on thank you <laughs> thanks Oscar yeah, so yeah. no one had to miss anything so I good. really enjoyed showing him the screen I thought that was such a beautiful experience and also I don't know if it was in particular because this was animated that he was interested or would he have been interested anyway probably not in Victorian Abdul because um, I wasn't particularly interested it's in quite, it well it's quite nice I think for a mother and baby screening to actually go and see a film that is for children even if as we sort of said earlier it's not necessarily for very young yeah. children because sometimes they show films I know when I when my daughter was little they show films that are more adult and there might be a scene which is slightly aggressive or yeah the noise could be aggressive actually yeah with children or 
if there's like strobe lighting or something like that it can be you yeah. suddenly feel a bit like oh you sort of want to protect your baby but it's quite nice to see something oh it's lots of yes. noise here um yeah so overall and i do think i have to say i really liked it i didn't love it as much as the first one but interestingly i was reading earlier that it's done way bigger in the box office in britain they oh, really? released it in more cinemas so that would naturally account for a bit of a leap but also because the first movie was three years ago I guess there's been a lot of people who've watched it since it came out did yeah. you see the M&S ad with Paddington? no I didn't yeah. but I was wondering how many countries they'd release this film in because it did very much play on sort of you know the British London thing which I suppose is a big element of Paddington anyway oh yeah it's like, you like an know, like ad for London yeah you know sometimes like in a like when there's a big American screening as well they like hem up the British thing yeah. to a ridiculous level. Yeah, it must there was be a big. little bit of that. So it, I did wonder. I don't know if it's out in the states yet or not. I think it gets released here first, but I'm sure it will do well there. Yeah. But here, I mean, it's it's so it's almost like you know Notting Hill or one of those movies where it's just so posh, yeah. upper middle class, kind of a fake it's view totally of London. That fake. It's the fake 2.4 family at Christmas kind of. Yeah, film type vibe. Yeah, and it's nice. Like I still really like it, but I guess I feel Which like it's nice and it's warming. But considering that a lot of the audience won't be living that kind of vibe, yeah, there's something that a bit you're not seeing your, um, uncomfortable. The average family represented on screen there yeah. at all in terms of the affluent yeah, there or the are plenty family of people setting. that people can't sort of really. Yeah, but I like to. the overall message of they embrace Paddington into their family. Um, he's always trying to be kind. He loves his aunt. All that stuff. Yeah, is so the main sweet. the main story of him trying to do something really caring and sweet for his aunt is a lovely, like plot line yeah. to have. And visually, we loved at the start when the yeah. it's about a pop up storybook and how that book was represented visually looked amazing as well. Yeah. So yeah, okay, we don't have much more to say about it. Really enjoyed it. Fun afternoon viewing, um, and big thumbs up from Oscar. So we're yeah, and um, so. If you want to, please follow us on social media. So we are on Instagram. Anna, do you follow us on Instagram? Yes. Good. Um, <laughs> Dave's having a lot of fun on Instagram lately. He's doing these really elaborate Instagram stories, which you probably haven't noticed because you probably don't look at Instagram stories. <laughs> but Dave's having lots of fun with that. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and of course on iTunes, where we would love you to leave us a review. Okay, thank you. Bye. And Anna, thank you for coming on. Oh, and Anna really did make marmalade sandwiches. I thought she was joking. <laughs> so we ate the marmalade we sandwiches. Three different types. Yeah, the three different types of marmalade and the traditional one out, didn't it? Which yeah. was like the Seville traditional which was one. made by. Um, Astrid's new friend Linda and yeah that was good marmalade okay. but we've had bad bread I think Yeah, we I had mean, thin white bread and Paddington eats his with what looks like granary yeah it did look chunky didn't it yeah, but I, I love that like we that, need that that was our lunch anyway marmalade sandwiches amazing we want to um, do something more substantial yeah. <laughs> okay bye bye oh Mr Gruber it's wonderful Aunt Lucy always dreamed of coming to London and Never had the chance. But if she saw this, it would be like she were finally here. Aunt Lucy! Aunt Lucy! Paddington! Come with me, Aunt Lucy. Yes, please. I want to see everything. 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.